Welcome to episode 11 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building comic stories and pages one panel at a time. On this episode, we are going to review pages from three separate projects by the team of Tom King writer and Mitch Jarebs on art. We're going to look at and discuss pages from Batman, Mr. Miracle, and Sheriff of Babylon. We're going to try to avoid spoilers and focus on the six pages but in that discussion, we may give away story or plot details. This is Matt, and I'm joined by my pal Noah. Hey there. And again, this episode is going to be brought to you by our Gumroad site, which is gumroad.com forward slash forever comics. Here you can see some of the projects Noah and I have done, as well as my first comic, Digital Forever, with Wilson Gandolfo. All right, with that bit of business done, let's dive in to these pages from these books. Noah. Why don't you lead us off with some general thoughts on the King and Jared's team? I think it's the greatest team working in comics. Just going to say that right off the bat. I love anything that they do and everything that they do. And I'm excited to see more things. I haven't gone to my comic shop to pick up their issue of Batman this week, but I own, I own all their other Batman issues and I own their, I own Sheriff of Babylon. I've read the first volume of that multiple times. Love looking at Mr. Miracle you know, anything that they've done before, I just love. I, I love I love both of them in general. Mitch Jarrett's even before he worked with Tom King, I was a huge fan of. And uh he was sort of the one who actually introduced me to Tom King through his artwork. So yeah. I yeah, I love their team up. What about you? Yeah, so um I had uh followed Tom King. Um he was a he was a local guy for for us. Um and I had started with his Grayson uh, book, which was his his first book, um, but a few maybe a few months into that, there was the announcement of the um, sheriff of uh, Babylon um, book, and it was announced that it was going to be uh, Tom King and and Mitch, and with Mitch's background um, on the Punisher and the Activity series, I, I felt like um, that was going to be a great team to to tell that story. And uh, when when I saw it, uh, I those those guesses were those guesses were right so yeah yeah i do like sheriff of babylon i wish there was more of it yeah, i wish it was longer than 12 issues uh just because i love the world so much that he that both of them created and i wish it was more like a punisher um size arc because i just love mitch's art when he's doing the gritty military stuff but i have to say that mr miracle is the closest thing you can get to a perfect graphic novel um, and it's, uh, you know, it was just beautiful from start to finish. And to have a comic that was read so well month to month, mm-hmm. but also can be read so well as a whole is pretty special in this day and age. Yeah. When, you know, things are either written for a trade or, you know, things are, you know, like written too episodically, you know, um, it, it's pretty great. It's, it's a pretty great story. Also, you know, anyone can read it too. You know, you draw you anybody from fans to people who are new to comics. Anybody can drop in and enjoy the artwork and the storytelling. Yeah, um, uh, I agree. It was it was it was amazing how it was a story from beginning to end, but each one, um, when not each one of them, but a lot of them went into uh, storytelling in a different way. Yeah, um, you you got like uh, you might have 
you know, you got like a romantic comedy story, yeah. you got like a real comical story, you got tragedy, um, and just, you know, all the craziness of uh Kirby Kirby creations thrown in there. Uh, uh it was it was it was a great series. So yeah, talk about yeah, a movie uh, a, a, sorry, not a movie, a graphic novel with different tones and uh you know, well, again, like one writer's style, one artist style, but differing tones and differing, you know, everything basically throughout. But, uh, but also not only like pokes fun at some of the weirder stuff that Kirby did, but also just pays like immense respect to Jack Kirby. Yeah, I found a, a way to take that craziness and uh, um, fold it into real world scenarios, you know, real world scenarios with, with superheroes. I mean, you had, you had the, uh, the 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 I, I i'm trying to i'm forgetting the names but you had the you had the the villains waiting in the in the nursing room or yeah, the, the furies. yeah so they like just that craziness that those and they're 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 sitting outside the the birthing room just just waiting for waiting for the baby <laughs> so but okay so with that um how about we get uh we get started um on the examples the the pages that we we pulled out here um, our first yeah. page that we have is uh, Batman twenty issue twenty three page four um, that has the great title of the Brave in the Mold. Um, <laughs> so, uh, not surprisingly, we have a we have a nine page panel here, um, and there's a lot of leading the eye. Um, and I think uh, some of the best leading of the eye here is is that in um, uh, panel eight. Um, Batman and Swamp Thing, they're, they're looking down, um, leading our eye to the, to the ninth and final page, which is uh, a body on the floor. So we get their, their, their line of vision pointing us down. We're seeing somebody on the ground, and we're getting led um, to those final uh, two panels. So um, what do you think about this, this page here? It's inspiring from a composition standpoint. Um, I love that you know, Batman's not directly just looking left, but he's looking down to the left, and it leads your eye, dead, this invisible line, down to the panel border, but then the arm of the dead body sort of picks up where that line sort of um, hits its low point, and then the arm of the body leads you up to the head, which is the focus of the next panel, and then the body positioning leads you off the page to the turn, uh, to the page turn. Uh, it's pretty great. Lettering here is placed so well also. Yeah. Uh, this, this is Clayton Cowell's lettering, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, just great lettering on his part. Him and he, again, I, I would say probably the three best working artists, you know, Tom King, Mitch Jarrett, and Clayton Cowles. Uh, Clayton works so well with anybody that he works with, but especially with Mitch. And uh, Mitch Jarrett also knows a, does a good job um, on this page, I noticed, with placing negative space for the lettering. And um, you really have to appreciate that because there's a, there's a good flow here where the lettering is placed. Yeah. Um, even the, like the lettering, how it, it's, it's uh, you know, it goes up on the last three panels to the, the, the final word balloons on the next page, which also leads your, leads your eye off the, off to the turn, the page turn. Yeah. yeah, I love the I love the first two panels where uh, well, panel one Gordon doesn't know that uh, Swamp Thing is behind them, and yeah. as, 
Swamp Thing uh, talks, you know, Batman is stoic, not moving. Gordon is uh, shocked that uh, Swamp Thing has come up behind them. Um, and he's got that, that line of motion, that, that head whip around. Um, but, you know, you still have, the, like I said earlier, you just have the, the stoic Batman who's, who's there, uh, you know, surveying the scene. Yeah, what a great, um, great comedic moment also from the previous page to this, you know, that, you know, this is on a, this is also on a page turn where on the first panel, because uh, the previous page is Swamp Thing growing out of the ground. So it's great yeah. to have a, a joke basically on the page turn. And, um, you know, the setup was on the previous page and then the punchlines basically on the first two panels. And it's, it's hilarious. It's a great gag. Um, all that comedy that, the, that they're just... King and Jared's, they work really well with each other on that way. Um, yeah, I love that. And I love, um, I love these two panels basically being from the same POV, same shot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just basically a spot, the difference page, but even it being in stasis is very funny. Um, Taika Waititi and one of his like, uh, breakdowns of a scene in Thor Ragnarok talked about this. Okay. Where he said it's, it's always good to shoot comedy. Um, where you can see multiple reactions to things. And I've seen this in like videos about like Edgar Wright who directed Baby Driver and Shaun of the Dead and all that kind of stuff. He talks about it too. Okay. Where, you know, it, it's, it's okay to have like, you know, pans and stuff like that to see reactions as long as it's quick, but it, it is, it's the funniest to see the, to see reactions to things if like, especially if another person's doing something in the same shot together. Um, also to have something pop into frame is hilarious as well that Edgar Wright talks about, but also Taika Waititi talks about in that video. I think he did it for Wired um, where he talks about just how hilarious it is for something to pop in the screen. So this page turn is basically the equivalent of that. Like, you know, a page turn, Swamp Thing popping in the screen, Gordon's reaction. It's really funny. Applies in cinema, applies here in comics. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely uh, a cool sequence. Um, I think what we also have here is a lot of good um, uh, sight lines with, with Gordon's uh, hands or glasses. Yeah. Um, you know, those, those bottom, the bottom two thirds of that, that page, you know, uh, panels four through four through nine. Um, a lot of that uh, direction is, is done with, with Gordon's hands. Um, you yep. know, that middle panel, the glasses are pointing directly towards his hand um, in, in panel six. Panel six, his hand is, is going down to pick up his pipe. Um, yeah, so that's leading us down to those, the, the, those, last, third, those last three panels. Um, and we've already discussed eight and nine where um, Swamp Thing and Batman are looking down. Um, you know, previous to this page, we haven't seen, or previous to that last panel, we haven't seen what they, what they're looking down at. So we do there at, uh, at nine and we've discussed how nine, um, leads us, leads us off the page. Um, do you have any final thoughts on that before we, we progress to the, to the next page? It's just further proof that, uh, Batman is trying to kill Gordon by, via heart attack or, <laughs> or, you know, all superheroes are trying to do that. Um, that was in the honest trailers recently for the Batman, the animated series. And this page sort of proves that as well. Like Batman's never ending, uh, struggle to just basically scare the heck out of James Gordon. 
Yeah, I mean, he's always he's always sneaking away from him um, in the in the middle of the conversation. But in this one, somebody sneaks up on and I'm yeah. in the middle of the conversation. So yeah. So. Okay, so the next Batman page we're going to look at is a um, as of the recording of this episode is a, is a very uh, recent page. This is from uh, Batman sixty two, and this is this is page six. Um, this is a this is a three page panel. Um, um, and in panel one, Batman is presented to us, uh, upright. Um, and in two and three, um, we realized that in panel one, he was actually hanging upside down and we, we slightly, we slightly turned the camera, um, in two and three and it, uh, it disorients us sort of as, you know, imagining how Batman is maybe just waking up upside down. Um, trying to get his bearings and, and, and we get disoriented with him with, with that uh, uh, change of perspective or, or not perspective, but um, change in, in the camera, you know, um, for a, a, to an upside down view. So what do you think here on, uh, on this Batman page? Yeah. I love again, playing with the POV. Um, we talked about that, you know, earlier in the series with uh, Gideon Falls page you know sort of shifting shifting the view of the page so that you get the feeling of the character you know yeah yeah and uh this is really great uh this page we took it from tom king's post on instagram where he talks about this and i haven't read the last couple issues but he talks about this issue being a complete pov issue you know where you start to feel you know what what batman's feeling the confusion the the frightening aspects of uh the situation that he's in you you're feeling all that yeah so to choose a pov shot being upside down also you know it's not just upside down but it's at an angle it's you know it's that uh that dutch angle which always is there to show when things go askew and things are definitely askew um one of my favorite uh, examples of that is um, Guy Ritchie does that in some of his movies where things mm-hmm. are going wrong like something will happen like someone will run by the camera and the camera will just like will just shift to a Dutch angle and it's really impactful and I really like that here as well especially in a horror story um, again going back to another episode where we talked about witches when Jock is drawing his panels sometimes go like like askew more crooked as things get weirder and shakier and shiftier you know um but it's really cool to see it here because you know it's all widescreen as jared's is keen keen to do with most of his panels you know it's just straight borders that kind of stuff and um but like you know to shift the camera angle almost like it's a camera very cinematic like it's a dutch angle and uh yeah i like that he's staying true to style but also deviating from like you know uh, just sort of it being wide shots. Yeah, and I think uh, the, uh, the 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 color scheme and the the uh, panel one is is fairly clear, um, but then two and three we get a lot of uh, get a lot of blur um, in the yeah. in the colors, uh, which adds to the the confusion, the the disorientation, um, um, and we've already discussed it being upside down. So um, you kind of have to, you kind of have to look at it and and think about what you're seeing. It's not sort of like a, a, an easy transition that you might get in a, in a more straightforward uh, storytelling. 
So. Yeah, it's very disorienting, which is the, yeah, I think it's the desired effect. Um, I also like how, yeah, the one clear thing in this is that Batman is disoriented as the first panel says. Yeah. So, um, so I think that that's, that's a pretty good breakdown of, of those two Batman pages. So um, yeah. that's going to take us to, to the next project that King and Jared's did. This is going to be um, Mr. Miracle. Awesome. Um, so uh, we have a, we have a nine page panel here. Um, I think uh, we're going to see nine page panels um, quite a lot here from, from this team. Um, so I think, uh, I think some, great things here in this page. Um, uh, this is, this is Scott and Varda laying, laying in bed. Um, Scott's obviously, uh, very, uh, nervous dealing, dealing with some stuff. Um, first panel is very jarring. It's, uh, it's, it's not clear. Uh, it's, it's granny goodness. She's almost sort of like, uh, scrambled. Um, like, uh, like she was like a, a, a bad TV signal coming through. Mm. Um, and, and that's in a different color, um, that lets us kind of see that that's, that's somewhere else. Um, and, uh, I think some other great, uh, design elements here is she's big Barda and in panels, uh, two and three, she's actually so big that she's sort of, um, she's sort of slid into, to panel two, um, you know, sort of the back of her shoulder, um, and her back or, or she's so, she's, she's not so big, but she's, she's big that she's can't be contained by, by one panel. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we get some, we get some overhead shots of Scott laying in the bed and we can sort of see his movement, um, in those panels as, as he, as he sort of rolls out of bed. And then that last, that last panel on panel nine, um, the pillow is still sort of has his, um, has the you know the the indentation from from where he was laying um and again barda um with her size she's still sort of slightly pushing into that last frame as she's as she's done and as we see her um pushing into that last panel that ninth panel um that leads us that leads us off the page so um why don't you go ahead and give us uh, your breakdown of that page yeah, well, that last panel is so uh, thematic to the the whole story, you know, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. like he was there, but he's not there now, you know, so yeah. that uh, that idea of like basically Mr. Miracle being present, but not really present, you know, throughout this mm -hmm. whole time. He sort of feels out of place. He doesn't recognize things. Yeah, it's very cool to just have that little moment right there that they hold on for the last page. and. Uh, you know, they even bring up the the paranoid pill that he has, and uh, that image sort of is sort of reinforces the paranoia that they've been building for the last couple issues. Yeah, this is issue three, page uh, page four. Okay, great. And basically, we've had two issues before this where just you know established things are nuts in the uh, fourth world and um, in in the current world as well. Um, I really like, uh, yeah, I love Big Barda being established, of course, as big and giant and, you know, again, not being able to contain, but I also like that she gets her own panel and we're going to talk about an example coming up if we have time about Sheriff of Babylon, where, um, 
you know, uh, King and Jared's aren't afraid of breaking that nine panel grid, you know, and having maybe the, you know, the left two or the right two be just one panel on a grid, you know, mm-hmm. and it still fits that nine panel. And it could have easily been, you know, just one panel at the top, you know, it could have just been one image, but they have that nine panel grid and again, just sort of making us pay attention to all the details and sort of reinforcing this paranoia that we don't know what to pay attention to. Um, that's my interpretation though. What do you think of that? Uh, no, I, I would, I would, uh, I would agree. Um, uh, with, with, with that, um, as you said, that there's a, another example where, uh, we get sort of longer beats, um, by extending, by extending the, 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 the panel um, that we could have very easily been, been a nine-page uh, nine panel. Or nine-page nine panel, that's correct, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so we're going to move into a, another Mr. Miracle page. Um, this, is, uh, this is a nine-page panel. Um, this is uh, Scott and Barta um, driving um, and, and having a discussion. Um, uh so uh some of the design elements that are that are great here are uh so in two and three and and eight and nine the the panel counts the they're they're um they're the uh they're the same shot but the 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 reactions of the of the characters are are different um and uh when when they're sitting next to each other um they're either um, they're either looking at each other, or their their heads are tilted, or they they're sort of the bodies lean to the person that they're talking to. So you that sort of moves you uh, to the next panel. Um, in two, um, Scott's looking directly at her. Um, in three, and then in, in uh, seven, seven Bart is leaning towards Scott. Uh, into eight, and then eight. Scott's leaning in, into Barta, so it, it it moves us along through that through that panel. So um, why don't you give us give us your breakdown there? Yeah, again from the previous page, but this is different for those first two panels, and then the last sorry, the sec so the second and third panel, and then the eighth and ninth panel on this page, and this mm-hmm. is issue five, page nine. Um, so like this is basically like you know, what if you only had one last day to live? one last day to spend with your loved one yeah and uh you know this page I, I love this issue this might be my favorite issue of the whole series um i love this one and i love uh but again like we talked about before the pan- page two and three could be one panel if you wanted it to be but again so much of this is about you know what to focus on but also a lot of uh what nine panels play with and especially in Tom King's case he likes to play with time in his comics um he did that with uh the button like yeah. the first issue of Batman where he has the fight between Batman and uh is it a reverse flash I think that's what you call him right yes and it's like it's like second by second count on each of the nine panels on each page and um this one it sort of plays with that as well but also in a conversation you know where it's two different moments in time and uh, so much of this series is about time. And the nine panels really convey that, like, okay, this is a moment in time. This is the next moment in time. Mm-hmm. So that we as a reader are not just moving through the conversation, but we're moving through time 
with these characters. And even in the last two panels sort of gives that well, uh, gives that as well. And um, it's cool to see the multi multiple uses of nine panel grids in this series and to really think about it and talk about it with you. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's something you read, you, ru you run past, but on further examination, you can see, okay, this is where the nine panels is useful for, like in the first page we looked at, creating paranoia in an establishing shot, basically. And then in uh, this one, it's to convey time, moments passing, and so much of this issue is devoted to like time being precious in this instance. Yeah, it definitely gives us sort of uh, uh, a breakdown in sort of like the, the conversation, like one person says something, um, and then the other person, uh, you know, who has taken a pause to listen to him gets a panel to, to, to say something. Um, I like that the, um, is, is that, is it a mother box that he's holding on to? Yeah. Is, and it's basically is, this, this, this universe's iPhone is basically what it's, what yeah. it is. And I love that it's the, the, the center, the center panel there. Yeah. Um, just to sort of, um, frame it around the conversation that you know this thing is you know there and it's not really part of the uh the you know what would be their everyday life so it's just sort of like um let's 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 surround everyday life with this sort of crazy piece of uh kirby technology that's come from from another from another dimension so yeah and tom king said in um in his panel X panel interview about the nine panel grid, uh, he said that's one of the things he loves about writing it is that it's the one page where you have a center focus on a panel mm -hmm. where you can really focus on something important in the page. And you can look at this as a whole and you can see the focus of this page or the focus of the conversation is a, is a song that he plays on, on the mother box. And uh, yeah, it, it's hilarious. It's a great issue to read. I think you could read this one. If, if you're going to read one issue out of the series, I would say five. What about you? What would be the one issue you would recommend? Um, I don't have the issue numbers, but I, I really enjoyed the, the sort of the boss battle one where they're, they're going through the different levels and yeah. uh, they're discussing, um, they're discussing what to do with the, the apartment, you know, what type yeah. of furniture they needed to get. And then you get you get a reveal at the end as to why um, why Barda is telling him that they need to do stuff with uh, with the extra room or and the mm -hmm. different types of furniture they're going to get. So I, I really enjoyed that because you had the you had the short the the, the craziness of uh, I, they were I think they were sort of like descending through levels of security um, yeah. and it was getting the the conversation or uh, the, you know the the boss battles were getting harder and as the boss battles were getting harder that sort of that conversation was um getting to the 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 final point that that Barda wanted to to make to scott so that that was my favorite of the the mr miracle uh issues and I, like i said i don't have the issue number on that one but that was sort that's, of that's that's number six that's number the one six. right after this okay yeah that that was the the mid the midpoint the break and the, that's sort of why it was so brilliant to have that reveal at the end of it because we had to wait for freaking two months before we found out what happened next. Yeah, yeah, and it's sort of uh, yeah, it's a great uh, great halfway point too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, such a good series. Yeah. yeah. So um, 
the next thing we're going to look at is uh, two sheriff of Babylon pages. Um, and I would think that these pages predate the, the work that uh, Mitch did um, on, on the Batman pages. Um, yeah. So um, we have a, uh, the, the first panel is, uh, is uh, we have an interrogation scene. Um, they're, they're, they're in a trailer. Um, and you alluded to this earlier. This, this very much could have been a, could have been a nine page or nine panel page. Uh, but we get two two uh, wider shots uh, to sort of, uh, to slow us down um, as we go through. Um, uh, one interesting thing here is, is that we get a, uh, not sort of a, we don't get an establishing shot, but we get a, a black panel with, with white uh, type that gives us the a time establishment. Um, and uh, we will see that again in a, a King Jared's work um, with, with the dark side is in the uh, Mr. Miracle. Um, so that, that was, uh, that was interesting. Um, so, uh, why don't you give us, uh, your breakdown of this page? Yeah. So this is, um, Sheriff of Babylon issue seven, page two. Okay. And, um, I like how fast this page moves along, you know, it's one mm. bubble per panel, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but it, it's kind of gives you the information that you need just for this page. So you have the, you know, you have the black vertical panel gives you the time wide establishing shot gives you the gives you the trailer, then it's three vertical panels, sorry, four vertical panels right in a row, and then one final wide panel as sort of the, the payoff. But um, what's interesting is, again, um, I guess you could say panels uh, three and four could also be one panel as well. I guess the, the table's a little longer, but it establishes the space between the guy being interrogated and the interrogator, um, if, that's a, if that's a word. And, yeah. um and it sort of establishes where they are in the space in the trailer. And, uh, and that sort of feeds you into um, how the action works. And that's something about a, a Jared's and King thing, even like you're talking about issue six of Mr. Miracle. There's that like basically the whole issue is an action sequence. Yeah. But you, you know, while you're reading it, that they're going level by level, you know, you're very well established of the space and it doesn't slow down the pace of anything as at all. Um, and this page sort of does the same thing where you're very aware of the space and the action with the, uh, the guy being interrogated, slamming the interrogator's head into the table. And then that final payoff wide shot where you get to see the reaction. And, um, again, very funny, very good comedy here, different kind of comedy where, you know, it's funny to see people in pain. Um, and, uh, you know, this is one of those things where, uh, He's definitely deserves it because he has this, uh, he has this like presupposed idea of why the guy's not talking. Mm-hmm. And he thinks it's because he doesn't speak English. And uh, yeah, basically, I love that. Yeah, the guy slams his head into the table, and uh, yeah, it's sort of like this arrogance, uh, his arrogance being punished for his arrogance. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's hilarious to see people in pain, especially after their heads get slammed into a table. He's also slamming him into a dossier. Mm-hmm. So the, this, this whole series is very anti-authority. And um, that's sort of one of those actions that sort of shows that, that like, you know, the dossier, all the information they have on this guy doesn't mean anything, you know? 
uh, that's sort of what the action says here. Uh, so the action informs the story. Again, like a Jared's and King work, it's, it's good action, and that's what it does. Yeah, um, I agree with you on um, panels uh, three and four. Um, uh, that could have very easily been uh, the, the one panel. Um, they're, they're at the same table. Uh, but it gives us a, uh, it gives us a moment of uh, a break. Like it's almost like he, uh, the the interrogator says something, uh, pauses for a beat, and then follows up with with his with his second statement. Um, and uh, I do like and I do like the motion lines that we get in five and six. Um, as the the interrogator is grabbed, um, we get a motion line telling us which way that after that that grab has been established, which way that that head's going to be pulled, which mm-hmm. which is almost a direct line to to the next panel where his head has hit the table, um, and we get a motion line um, showing us the, the the force and the and the motion of that that head being brought down on the table. Um, and we get uh we get uh uh not really like a we don't really get like a sound effect but we get like a a change in the uh in the in the the it's not a war balloon but the it goes from um a white background um with with black type to to a black background with with white type so it's not sort of your traditional sort of like red um really wide um sound effect that's just sort of it's it's subtle but it's it's a change to to see to tell us that uh that something big has just happened there mm-hmm. um and i like uh, how your eye moves with the action you mm-hmm. know so you you're moving left to right and uh the hands come out of from right to left to grab the guy's head and then your eyes move down and then the head moves down so that's just cool movement with your eyes right there that's just that's just good action yeah and the 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 final panel here uh which which uh the after the the, uh blow to the the head hitting the table um the the man's recoiling and sort of falling away from us and and fall like we, we can almost see him like falling out of that that final panel as as the as the page finishes yeah yeah good left to right movement into the next page and he's actually moving uh left to upwards right which leads you into the top panel of the next page so yeah. that's pretty great also that's, um yeah so okay so we have our 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 final page here um which is uh, another sheriff page um we have it we have a nine um, panel page. Um, it's very much a, a, a dialogue heavy page. Um, most of the dialogue being delivered by, um, if I remember correctly, this guy's a, uh, a CIA agent that's, um, really messed some, really messed some things up for them there and doesn't really seem to, to care that he's, he's messed those up. So, um, I think what's cool here is is that it's almost divided in thirds. Um, uh, the The main character is uh, in the top three panels is is sort of making the decision to to walk away from this guy, um, 
the, the middle third, he's contemplating turning around um, and dealing with this guy, which, which he does by the, 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 the sixth panel here. And then the bottom third, um, he has decided to, to pull the gun on this guy and, and put it at the back of his head. Um, and another cool thing we have here is this, in, in panel one, as he's getting up to, to walk away, um, we see the we see the butt of that that handgun in his pants, and that's sort of a that's a really cool sort of like Chekhov's gun moment. That uh, yeah. uh, you know if you if you have a gun there, it's it's going to have to be used. So um, it's it's alluded to there in that that first panel, and by the ninth panel, it's 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 been pulled and put at the back of his head. So um, why don't you give me uh, your thoughts and breakdowns on on this page? And that Chekhov's gun thing is important in the whole series, the pow and the bang, you know, those mm-hmm. sounds are, are repeated over and over again. And it's sort of a, you know, it, it's sort of like how dark side is in Mr. Miracle, pow and bang are important in this story because every time a gun's fired off in this book is important, you know, and uh, it's, it's sort of building the tension to when things go off. And uh, this 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 page is very full of tension in that sense. Um, every bullet that's fired, pretty much in this series, has a reason to be fired. And mm-hmm. you know, it's not a good reason, of course, all the time. But it's you know, there's a reason why, and it, it has meaning every time. Yes, yeah, so this is from issue eleven, page sixteen. So this is the second to last issue of the series. So basically, the last couple issues have been just all dialogue, all explaining what the last ten issues have been leading up to. And, um, yeah, I really like, uh, the body posturing that Jared's does with this guy, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the sheriff, he's basically is the sheriff, um, Mm -hmm. is so stiff and he's so nervous and his, you know, he's drawn so sharply with all his lines, whereas the other guy is so relaxed, you know, his shoulders are so, you know, crooked and, and, you know, they're not straight. He's lounging. Yeah. It's just great, good body posturing. And, uh, you know, great, uh, great gestures throughout this. And, um, yeah. Whereas the sheriff, he's just deliberate in every one of his move, every one of his movements. Um, there's a lot of thought being put into each one of his movements. Um, again, kind of like how all the pages you talked about, all their body posturing also leads you around the page, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love how, uh, you know, this, uh, the close-up on the gun. I love how accurate um, Jared's is with his military stuff, you know, with even like, uh, so I, I've, I've taken some defensive handgun training before and he draws it the correct way that you're supposed to draw a gun, which is you're supposed to keep it close to you. That's how all military is trained. So he has the gun close to his body as he draws it and then he's holding it even correctly with, uh, you know, with a hand over his fist and everything like that. So I always appreciate Jared's appreciate, um, you know, his uh, approach to detail and how he, how he draws um, military and firearms and how they handle firearms is very accurate. So I always appreciate that kind of detail when it's in movies or especially comics. When people actually take the time to learn how to, how to draw things to make it accurate to fill in the world. Yeah, that uh, that reminds me of something. Uh, I it was uh, an interview uh, Tom King maybe maybe gave on another podcast, and uh, when he figured out that uh, 
Mitch was the guy that he really wanted to to do this book. Um, I guess he had done some uh, characters designs or some some uh, sample panels, and he had actually gone out and um, found out what sort of teacups the people would use in <laughs> in Iraq, um, and everybody else sort of drew them with a with a, with a handle, and uh, the cups that people in Iraq would use would have uh, would have no handle. Um, so he was like the he was he was so detailed that he had uh, studied and um, researched uh, the 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 right types of teacups. So there there's that level of uh, research and uh, 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 commitment to to detail there. Yeah, that's amazing, and that's what drew me to his his work originally because he was so cinematic and so detailed in his work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Alex Ross is what sort of got me into comics. I mean, there's no one more photorealistic and more cinematic in their comics than Alex Ross. Yeah. But I have to say, Jared's sort of com- is sort of the, you know, the next level, you know, of like really cinematic, really detailed work, and that's sort of what drew me to Punisher, and what's drawn me to his work ever since. It's, yeah, he's one of the greats. No, no, I, I agree. This is, uh, I think, these are three, uh, three great examples of them working on on different properties and and seeing how well well they work together. So yeah. Um, I think that's going to pretty much uh, do it for me, but I'll uh, I'll let you um, fill us in with any um, any last thoughts uh, before we we tie it all up. Uh, I'd love to do another ep- episode because I could talk about uh, I could definitely talk about Mitch Jared's work forever, and I could probably talk about Tom King's work forever as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, we've 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 covered. I know we've covered Tom King here quite quite a bit, but. Uh, um, just due to uh, due to his uh, his output and all the great work he's he's doing, it's kind of hard to hard to stay away from it. So, but yeah, uh, we, we could definitely find something else to to break down. So, yeah, love their work, love all these series. They're they're definitely you know I try to keep books that I know I'll read more than once, and everything that I own by them, I definitely have read more than once. So it's it's great stuff. Definitely. Okay. So, well, I think that's, that's going to do it for us now. So um, I'd like to, to thank everybody for, for listening to, uh, to this episode. Um, and if you could, uh, please uh, go onto iTunes and give us a, a rating and a review. We would uh, really appreciate it. And I, I think that would help us uh, be discoverable by uh, more people, maybe uh, move us up the, the rankings and, and stuff like that. So, um, and also, if you want to give us a follow on social media, we are on Twitter. Um, we're at Construct Comics Pod. There, there's no ing there. Um, just like I said, just Construct Comics Pod. Um, we're on Instagram as uh, Constructing Comics Pod, um, and we're on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Constructing Comics. Um, and if you give us a follow there, that's where we post uh, images to, to the pages that we reviewed um, to help you see the, the same stuff where we're going over. So um, that's going to do it for us. Um, I'd like to, again, thank everybody. And we will be back soon with a, another episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.